smoking and the constant struggle to quit is like being in a hostage situation. Imagine a captor saying to a hostage in a locked room, it's pretty fucked in here and you're suffering from stress, fear and uncertainty. Your family and friends are worried about you. Why don't you just be a normal person and just fuck off back home? Not only would the captor giving the advice be incredibly patronising, arrogant and fucking stupid, he's already telling the hostage what he already knows and wants to hear, but can the hostage trust the captor? What the hostage needs is not someone telling him how incredibly stupid they are, but someone who will give him the key to be release from the room. Smokers are in this exact position. You may argue that the hostage in this scenario has no choice but the smoker does. You may argue the smoker can choose to quit whenever they want, but if this was simple, wouldn't all smokers succeed at their first attempt at quitting? You may also argue that a smoker's life is more enjoyable than that of a non-smoker's. If that were true, there would be a unanimous amount of smokers compared to non-smokers. The true reason we keep smoking is because we have no knowledge on how to escape from the same room as the hostage. Let's accept the simple fact that despite there being no visible iron bars, if a smoker wants to quit but cannot, they are effectively held hostage whether they like it or not. It is not a choice by the smoker, and this is one myth I hope to break. Assume you're the smoker being held hostage. Write down on your paper or device all the reasons why you would want to leave the prison. This can be anything from family, friends, health, improved libido, more money to enjoy life more. Pause this video while you write down your list. Your list of reasons give you a desire to escape the room, but don't necessarily help you to do so. If you were given an hour to solve a complicated problem or escape a trap, do you think you'd be more likely to solve it, or do you think the panic and the stress would ensure you didn't solve it? Other so-called experts find it difficult to accept that desire and reasons to quit smoking not only don't help them quit, but in fact, they actually make it much more harder. So why did we do this activity? Hear me out. The more powerful the reasons are, the harder they make it. This may appear illogical to you, but think, does dieting make food appear to be less precious or make junk food appear 10 times more appealing and precious? This is the next part of freeing yourself from this hostage situation. We don't smoke for reasons of choice, but because we are addicted to it. If you want to be a non-smoker, you need to remove the reasons that make you want to smoke. The more powerful your reasons for quitting, despite the activity we just completed, they don't make it easier to quit. Here's why. Quitting cigarettes creates a feeling of deprivation and sacrifice. You're being forced to give up an illusionary pleasure. Your subconscious will deduce that you appear to get some tremendous pleasure or crutch from smoking, and the hold it has over you must be powerful to the point you wouldn't ever stop smoking or ever think about quitting. One of the higher chances of smokers reaching for cigarettes is during times of stress. If you tell a smoker that cigarettes are killing them, it creates more stress and make the need for a cigarette greater. This is why smokers block their minds to all health warnings and shock tactics others use to assist in quitting, although with much less chances of success. This creates a bind, and while so-called experts concentrate on the reasons why we shouldn't smoke through health warnings and scare tactics and driving up the price every three fucking months, I'm here to help you tackle the real problem removing your desire to smoke. Telling a smoker about all the health dangers may enable them to resist the temptation in the very short term for a few hours or few days at best, but it will no more remove the desire to smoke than you'll remove the hunger of a starving child by telling them the food is disgusting. Does this mean the smoker can never remove their own desire? No. 
The nicotine trap is the most insidious, sinister, and subtle illusion that has been created by tobacco companies to suck you in and stay hooked. I myself just completed three years of quitting cigarettes today, and I can tell you right here, right now, I have never looked back. I barely get cravings as is, and when I do, they last for a few minutes at most, but it's never been the same pulsating cravings that would nag at me every single hour. I was also sucked into the trap of repeatedly quitting while I still had the same desire to smoke, ultimately resulted in me taking back the habit after anywhere from a few hours to three months and feeling absolute shit afterwards when I felt that I completely failed. You have the power and confidence already. I'm just here to nudge you politely to bring that to the forefront. In the next video, we discuss the nicotine trap and its horrific consequences.